Hello, welcome to a live edition of Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast of your favorite fourth picking team in the NHL. Uh, we're going to be discussing the Sharks drafting fourth, what this means for them, who could be possibly available, um, Connor Bedard going to Chicago. Uh, we're going to talk about Bob McKenzie's latest top 12. So all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. You're Locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now, and I want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first or second, depending on when you're listening, so if you're watching the live show, uh, but this will be tomorrow's episode as well. But making us your first listen, we are free and available wherever you get podcasts, and of course, proudly a part of the Locked on Network, where we cover your team every day, and... The Sharks, of course, uh, stay put at number four in the draft uh, Yeah, draft lottery. So we're going to be talking about the lottery, uh, talking about Bedard going to Chicago, going to be talking about uh, we have Smith versus Michkov versus Carlson. So plenty of stuff to get into. Um, and, of course, please, if you're watching live and you haven't done already, subscribe on YouTube. Um, helps me out the most. If you want to know the best way to help me out, subscribing and watching on youtube is the best way to go but um let's start with that the the connor bedard sweepstakes going to chicago wins it um just brutal uh i said it, i was doing the hosting of the live stream for the locked on channel um and just brutal uh they chicago does not deserve him they don't especially with everything that's gone on with them um they do not they should not even have this pick to begin with um they don't deserve him and yeah so um the silver lining of it is at least we don't have to watch Connor bedard in those stupid orange jerseys down in uh anaheim for the next 15 years so that that is the one silver lining about it so um Yes, even though they're going to get Adam Fantilli, and I've said it before, and I'll, you know I've said it many, many times. Reach for the Bedard, and you'll land among the. If you miss, you land among the Fantilli and Elite. We're going to have to deal with Adam Fantilli, um, that Zegras Fantilli uh, McTavish down the center uh, is brutal uh, to think about. But at least Connor Bedard, right? We don't need. We already have McDavid in Edmonton. We don't need are down in Anaheim. So that is the one silver lining for it. So, um, but we know, so Bedard is going to go to uh, Chicago. We know Fantilli is going to go to Anaheim and the draft really going to start with number three with the blue jackets. And that's going to leave the sharks still in a very, very, very good place. Right. Um, so no matter who Columbus takes the Sharks are still going to be able to pick an, an awesome player, whether it's Mitchkoff, whether it's Leo Carlson, or whether it's Will Smith. Um, and Will Smith has been flying up the boards here as of recently, especially Bob McKenzie's latest top 12, which we'll get into it here in a little bit. Um, but Will Smith is entering that top five, top three conversation uh, with the way he really, really ended his season, especially with the U18s. Um, but 
with the Sharks still picking fourth, right? I know there's many Sharks fans. We missed out all these wins. And it's it's there's so many things that could have gone their way or didn't go their way, et cetera, et cetera. And it's it's yes, we can go back and look at all the wins or losses or overtimes and that led to this moment. Um, but it's not healthy. Okay. Like let it go. Let it go. Um, it's best just look forward, right? The sharks are again, the sharks are going to get an awesome, awesome player um, in the top, you know, picking at number four, like Leo Carlson would be, you know, a top pick on a lot of drafts, right? Uh, Michkov, if the sharks decide to go in that direction, um, you're looking at a potential superstar and at the moment he steps on the ice in the NHL. Um, Will Smith, a dynamic, dynamic center. Um, you're going to get someone excellent no matter who they pick at four, right? The Sharks are going to have a, an awesome player at number four. Um, so we're going to get into plenty of content this week. Um, I have a really, really fun episode planned for Friday uh, where we're going to be discussing uh, Carlson versus Michkov and what the Sharks should do there. So make sure you guys are subscribing for that. But, you know, even the way the rest of the draft board, like nothing else really kind of crazy happened with, with that. And, um, you know, it's, it's the weird thing about that. You know, you do all the tank thons and you do all the Sims to try to see, you know, what's going to happen. And you see all these teams jumping up, but how often, right? It's, it's usually one of these top four teams that um, one of these top four teams that is, uh, usually you know gets one of these picks and you know someone already like dm me man if if taze had hit had scored in the uh you know if he had scored uh that breakaway goal in the end the sharks would have been third and they would have won and it's like yeah you know or if one of the you know a million things happens differently if james reimer makes a save here or, or save there or something like that like there's so many things that could have happened so it's 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 tough to look back at that, but like I said, you should be really happy. The Sharks haven't had a pick like this in a long, long, you know, what, since Patrick Marlowe was the last time they picked this high, and Patrick Marlowe worked out really, really well for the Sharks, right? Granted, they end up getting both the top picks with Joe Thornton and Patrick Marlowe eventually, but um, yeah, I, I, I think one thing is do not trade down, right? We do not trade down. From the fourth pick, I don't care. Um, you're this is a chance to get an elite, elite player for the Sharks. That's what they need, right? You feel really good about your Eklunds and your Bordelos and your Gushins and stuff like that, but they need blue chip players that they just do not have right now. Um, yes, do not trade out of this pick. Take the best player, and we will. We have plenty of time over the next what six weeks or so to try to determine who the best player is for the sharks. Um, but still we're going to be really, really happy about whoever we pick. So um, before we continue, we're going to look at Bob McKenzie's top 12 that he put out last week. Um, look at who he has the sharks. Um, our good friend, Chris Peters already dropped a top 16 uh, draft, you know, uh, mock draft right now. So we're going to be looking at some of these and I'm going to answer some of your guys' questions to end this. So um, before we do all that though, do need to take a quick break. Uh, tell you about our good friends over at indeed. And right now you're trying to look, you're trying to find quality candidates 
And you guys know that there's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform you need to build your team. So when you're hiring, you need Indeed. Indeed's the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place instead of spending hours on multiple job search sites searching for candidates with the right skills. Indeed's a powerful hiring platform and help you do it all. They streamline their hiring with powerful tools to help you find match candidates and the best thing about them um, with their candidates, you they invite they invite the candidates to apply. Like makes it easy, right? They're doing all the work for you. Um, they invite and apply, and they're three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who are only set into search, according to US Indeed data. Um, they go through the resumes and try to find quality candidates that match what you are looking for. So, um, what you need to do right now. Join one of the more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job posts at Indeed.com slash locked on. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right. I'm already seeing a lot of Mitchkov, 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 and we will get there. Um, you can, uh, depending on the day, you can tell me, you can ask me, I'm going to say Leo Carlson or I'm going to say Mitch Koff. right now. I'm feeling Mitch Koff today. Ask me again tomorrow. We'll see how I feel. But, um, again, right. You're going to get an awesome player. Um, and okay. We'll start with the Mitch Koff talk right now. Like we already, uh, Mike Greer has already said that Michkov coming over in the 26 season, 26, 27 season. He doesn't care about that. Like that, that that's your first clue, right? We've already seen other GMs kind of go eh, about Michkov, especially with all the, we've already seen, you know, Muka is part of the, who is playing in the KHL part of the team of Meyer trade. One the key piece in the part of the team of Meyer trade, right? They signed a Russian goalie. Um, the Sharks, Mike Greer, not afraid to deal with the Russians. And if if they think Michkov is the best player, um, I have a feeling Mike Greer might be the guy to pull the trigger there because, again, he's the biggest wild card, right, with with, with Michkov. Um, Michkov's the Russian factor, the three years. And I already, I hear the people saying, right, like, don't draft somebody you're not going to see for three years. Guess what? Most of the players you draft – you're not going to see in the NHL for three years anyway, right? Bedard, boom. We know Bedard's going to be in the NHL next year, right? Adam Fantilli, probably going back to Michigan. Leo Carlson, probably going back to Sweden. But like Will Smith, probably going to spend two years in college, right? Leonard, going to spend a couple years in college. Like we're going to see a bunch of these guys who like they're not going to be huge, like huge, huge impact players. Um, right away and if michkov if he spends his three years playing in the second best league in the world steps on the nhl and is basically a point a 70 point player from day one sign me up for that so um let's look at the old bob father so bobby kenzie if you don't know uh he pulls and he talks to gms uh to, to gms to scouts so his is like the list right he his list is kind of a really, really good gauge. And you're going to see lists from a bunch of people, but Bob McKenzie puts out a list. This is like the Bible list of, of what to kind of expect. Right. And um, he, you know, going into last year's draft, right. It was Shane, Wright, Shane, Wright, Shane, Wright, Shane, Wright. And 
I, you know, uh, Bob McKenzie the day before is like, it's Slavkovsky. And guess what happened? Slavkovsky went first, right? So this is, you know, this is his, what he is hearing from other people. Of course, Connor Bedard is number one. Um, our friends at FanDuel, you can't even bet on Connor Bedard being uh, picked number one. They're only doing who's the second pick in the draft, which I think is hilarious. That is how much of a slam dunk Connor Bedard is going to be. Um, number two, Fantilli. Again, I still, it'll be interesting to see what the Ducks do with Fantilli, especially um, you're going to have a new coach, right? It kind of feels like the, you know, Zegris, you're going to have McTavish in year two, try still getting back. Are they going to want Fantilli to go back and play a year? Or do they want to kind of play with your new toy and see how he fits in? Interesting decision what to, they're going to do there. Um, so we'll see. And if not, you can always, if you, have him go play in the AHL, whatever we'll see. Um, but just one of the, the little interesting storylines. So number three though, is Will Smith, um, who, like I said, has been flying up the boards right now. And that is who as of right now, that is who Bob McKenzie has number three on his rankings. So that will leave for the sharks. Number four, uh, with, Leo Carlson, um, the center slash winger out of the, out of Sweden. So this, I've, I've been very much on the Leo Carlson. I've enjoyed, I enjoy Leo Carlson. I, I think Leo Carlson would be a, a great pick for the sharks. What he's doing in Sweden as, you know, a 17, 18 year old is basically we haven't seen before. Um, he doesn't have the upside, the upside of Mitchkov, right? Mitchkov could be a potential hundred point player. And I don't think Carlson can be that guy, but um, Carlson's floor is a dominant power winger and his ceiling is an elite one C, which the sharks do not have. So, um, it feels a safer pick because you know, he's going to come over at some point, but, um, if Mike Greer wants to swing for the fences, Mitchkov, I think is, is going to be that guy who will talk about number five. So, um, number five is Mitchkov, which would be the Canadians pick. I don't know if that is their, the way they go, especially hearing from the GM today, I think he, he sounded a little queasy, we'll say, quote unquote, about that. And I think they want someone who can contribute a little bit quicker for them. Um, so just because, again, you have you kind of have the core there of guys and, um, you know, with Slavkovsky and Caulfield and Suzuki and like and Kirby Doc, like you kind of feel like you have some guys there and waiting three years for Mitchkov to show up. That's uh, feels like an eternity for that core. So, um, Dvorsky, number six, uh, Ryan Leonard, number seven. I'm going to try to do a Ryan Leonard, um, profile here soon. Um, just in case I still don't think, I think we know it's going to be either Smith Carlson or, um, um, uh, or Michkov, but stranger thing, you know, uh, Mike Greer and, uh, his, his college kids. So, uh, number eight, Zach Benson, who I love. And I feel, I know he's five foot nine, but I love Zach Benson. Uh, Gabe Perot, who I just did is number nine. Um, so we just talked with Chris Peters about him. Felt like he could have been there for the sharks with the devil's pick. It does not seem like that anymore. So, um, number 10, the first defenseman, David, uh, Reinbacker, and then Colby Barlow at 11, Matthew Wood um, would be at number 12. So that is Bob McKenzie's kind of top list right now. 
um, our good friend Chris Peters over at Flow Hockey. Make sure you guys go check out the article. Um, he has the Sharks also picking Leo Carlson. Uh, he says the Sharks have a good number of options, and some teams are starting to move Will Smith ahead of Leo Carlson. If you believe the scout rumor mill, the thing about Carlson, however, he's got the size. He's got the potential to play down the middle despite a lot of time at wing this year. And he's exceptionally skilled. That rare combination of size and skills so hard to pass up, especially as a team is looking to get themselves back on track. So are we good? Yes. Manifesting. We're going to manifest Fantilli to go full, full chain, right? Um, so we just need Colum We need the ducks to do something silly and we need Columbus to freeze uh, just like uh, the coyotes did last year when Shane Wright wins right past them. Anyway. Um, so that's right now it, it's the mocks are going to say, Leo Carlson, depending on, again, what happens with Will Smith or Michkov um, in the Chris Peters ones. He does have um, Columbus taking Michkov. I don't know. I Talking to our, our good friend Jay from, from Locked On uh, Blue Jackets, they need a center badly. Um, I know you should never draft for need. And when you're picking this high, right, you just want to pick the best player available. Um, so it'll be interesting. So I think they go center. So um, the kind of the hope is that, that you – at least in my mind, I would like the way I kind of rank it right as of right now at 745. I have Michkov, Carlson, then Smith um, personally. But again, ask me in like a week, I might have Carlson, Michkov, Smith or whoever. But um, you, you hope that maybe Will Smith is the one that kind of jumps up and they take him. And then the Sharks are basically left with with those two guys. So um before we continue, and we're going to talk, I'm going to just kind of answer you guys' questions. So throw some questions in the chat. I'll try to answer as many as I can before I get out of here. I uh, do want to thank you guys for making Locked On Sharks your first listen. Uh, 44 of you guys in the, the stream right now. So much love to all of you guys right now. Um, you guys are the best. Um, if you want to be an everydayer, though, come back tomorrow. Um we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about where the what the sharks can do with that uh devil's pick if they wanted to package the devil's pick and their second round pick how far up can they get so we're going to look back at recent trades of just picks like draft day picks to see how far they can get up and who would that kind of put them into range for so um, make sure you guys are following along wherever you get podcasts um watching on youtube all that fun stuff so thank you guys of course all right um Let's answer some of your questions. So we're seeing a lot of Michkov, Michkov, Michkov. Um, again, options galore. So uh, someone thinks Zegers is overrated. That is an interesting. Still, if Zegers is your second best player behind Bedard on your team, you'd be feeling really good. And now is Zegers probably going to be your second best player behind Fentilli? I would take that. So um I get like Zegers. Zegers is an interesting player. I like Zegers, but um, yes. So let's see. Uh, Michkov and Simichek in the first, not bad. Michkov feels at home with the right. Yeah, all the Russians that we have. Like, look at the uh, look at the the prospect, the Sharks blue line next year. Like, you have Knizhov, Knizhev, um, you know, Mukhamadulin, uh, Hotek. All right, I'm still working on his name, but like. Mike Greer, not afraid of the Russian factor. So, yes. Um, what else? Uh, Jonathan Reed, I think Michkov is the best. We 
He played with Mukumajulan too. So there we go. Mukumajulan's going to be using all of his uh, influence for having been there for three weeks and be like, hey, we should draft uh, draft Mishkov. So if Carlson goes at three, I don't see how the Sharks can't go for Mishkov. Greer needs to take a big swing. And yeah, again, like I've said, the Sharks, the Sharks have a lot of singles and doubles. Um, you know, I would say Eklund's a triple probably, um, but they don't have that blue chip prospect where you can point to him and be like, that's the dude. I can see that dude being, you know, like that guy, right? Um, and if you partnered, if you remember way, way back when I had uh, Sam McGilligan on to talk about Mich- uh, Michkov, he said Carlson or uh, Eklund and Michkov together would be insane. Just the way Eklund thinks the game and then Michkov's uh, shooting ability and the way he thinks the game too, like those, those two partner together uh, would be insane. So, um. Yeah, if Michkov is underrated, if Sharks pass on him, they'll regret it. Um. Yeah. I mean, well, we shall see. Right now, I'm I'm slightly leaning Michkov. Um. But again, ask me in like two days and see how I feel. So, um. <laughs> yeah. Just don't agree to pick Smith or Ryan Becker. I think Ryan Becker. Like we've seen the Shark. I think there's Mike Greer will be picking a defenseman with either the late first or that second round pick. Um, this draft is way, way too loaded with forwards up front. And um, I, I think we've seen Mike Greer put a lot of resources into the, the blue line. Um, I would be I would be shocked if they picked a, a defenseman with pick number four. Um, I think they're going forward. And I think, it's, like I said, it's going to be Smith, um, Michkov, or Carlson right now. So, uh... That's sharks always go off the pick for board for picks. It makes me nervous. Different regime, buddy, different regime. So you, you know, it's, you, you can't hold what the sharks have done in the past. Um, even last year, right. Mike Greer ran the draft, but that was based off of a previous regimes scouts and stuff. So we will see um, kind of what they do with this draft. So um, again, I, I think picking at four, it's pretty it's pretty hard, I think, to screw up unless you like really reach for a player. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Gabe Pro. I was like I said, I was super hoping he would be there um, for the Sharks at twenty six or twenty eight or wherever that Devils pick is going to be. Um, Jaden Perron, though. So hopefully. Uh, just choose. Yeah. Kano TV says, just choose Michkov and gamble. We, you know, right now we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Perot's not falling that far. It's yeah. Again, he, he's really good. <laughs> so JD, are you relieved to sell it for what was your emotional? You can watch the live stream. I was, I was happy with it. Uh, I was more just annoyed that Chicago won, won the draft. Uh, but Again, I was kind of new. Like I went into it expecting them to just kind of stay put, right, um, at four. And again, like I've said all this whole show, right, Carlson, Michkov, give me one of those guys, and I'm going to be super happy. So, um, <laughs> how do you think this affects EK65 trade talk? That's going to be interesting. Um, that'll be interesting because if 
what the Sharks do there, right? If if Carlson, I think it's just up to Carlson. If Carlson wants to leave, my career is going to make it happen. If Carlson's like, you know what, I want to stay, then that's it, right? He has all the leverage in this. And, you know, if a team that maybe like got knocked out in the first round um, or barely make miss the playoffs here, I'm trying to pull up, you know, again, I'm just kind of doing this off the top of my head. Um, you know, what if, what if like, the Red Wings, who are kind of again, he would have to agree to this, but like, what if the Red Wings were like, Yo, we'll give you 18, uh, which is the Winnipeg Jets pick? Um, and you eat, you know, 18 is kind of the centerpiece, and then you have four, 18, and 28 in this year's draft. Um, Sharks maybe have to eat, um, part of the draft, the package, have to eat, you know, X amount of, of salary or whatever. But if that's the kind of the basis of it, it's going to be really hard to pass up, especially if Carlson doesn't want to stay here anymore. But again, um, that's what I would be trying to do. Maybe a, a team like, again, it's just tough. Cause it's like, I don't know who they're there's, there's just like all those teams that kind of missed the playoffs. They also really like traded their picks as well. Um, yeah. So we'll have plenty of time to talk about Carlson, but um, if you get three picks in this draft, then Ooh, that'd be fun. Um, package deal four and EK 65 for you're you're not moving up. Uh, yeah, no way. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you're not moving up. So, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. Um, trade Carlson to Chicago for Bedard. Uh, Seth Jones would throw a full on tantrum. So, uh, <laughs> no, nobody's trading. You want to be the GM that trades away Connor Bedard. I know Wayne Gretzky got traded, et cetera, but he also won like multiple Stanley Cups for Edmonton before that happened. So um, are you going to trade that guy? Yeah. No, I'm not trading. No, uh, I'm not trading this pick because again, uh, even six to 12, that that's very tempting. I want, I want to walk away with this draft with an elite guy, a guy who a guy who is no doubt your best prospect in the prospect pool, whether it's Carlson, uh, whether it's Michkov, I want to walk away with one, at least one of those two guys. Um, and then again, I know this draft is, is deep, but it's also like the blue chip guys at the top. Again, these are like Leo Carlson's in the discussion to be a number one pick in most drafts. Um, the Michkov ceiling is insane, right? He could rival Bedard as the best player in this draft uh, five, six years from now. So I'm not trading that pick. Um, if Eric, like, yeah, I'm not trading that pick. Uh, having one of those guys, it's, yeah, this team needs blue chip talent. So, all right. Um, why, man? No, Carlson's. Uh, I guess that's fine right now. Um, Bedard, Fantilli, Michkov, Carlson. I like Carlson. Um, like I said, um, somebody at my preference again, right now I am leaning Michkov. If I do rank them right as of this moment, um, Michkov one, Carlson, number two, uh, Smith, number three, my preference between those two ask me tomorrow. It might be Carlson, Michkov, Smith, who knows? Um, so, but Carlson Mitchkoff, you you pick which one you want there. Again, Mitchkoff's ceiling is super insane. Um, Carlson does have the center potential where he could be 
you know, an elite one C worst case scenario is he's an extremely awesome power forward um, who's six foot four and can skate like the wind. So yeah. Um, but all right. Um, let's see. All right. One more. Um, why are we down on Smith? Um, I think, my personal thing with Will Smith is look at his line, right? Um, he's got to play with awesome people like Ryan Leonard. Uh, he's got to play with Ryan Leonard, who's going to be a top 10 pick. He's got to play with Gabe Perot. Like he's got to play with awesome players. And yes, he's going to continue to play with awesome players um, throughout his time. And I know he can score all that stuff. Um, not as he doesn't really focus on the defensive zone, which again, if you're going to, I'm very much defenses for nerds, go score a bunch of points. Uh, but if you're going to be a center, uh, which is what he's going to be, you kind of need to do that part, at least a little bit for me. Um, so I just think with, with Carlson and Michkov, they're also playing much better competition and that's no fault to Will Smith, right? He is going to, you know, that's just part of the U S experience, right. Of having to play, um, like having to go play against those, those league, you know, but you know, Michkov is playing in the KHL, which is arguably the second best league in the NHL in the world. Um, and then Cross is playing in the SHL, which is three third at worst, fifth best league. in the end. like, and these guys are playing against grown men at their age and doing stuff that we haven't seen um, in years. So that is, that is why I lean towards those two over Will Smith, because what they're doing now against grown men, it, it's more translatable and there's less guessing of what's going to happen when the competition gets stiffer because they're already playing against insane competition right now and, and producing against grown men, right? KHL second best league in the world, SHL third at worst fifth, right? Um, so that is, that is why I lean towards those guys. So um, that is going to do it for me tonight. Um, again, Thank you guys for hanging out. I think we got to 61. So uh, you guys are the best. I appreciate you guys uh, for supporting me. Be back tomorrow. We're going to look at trade up history, uh, especially with that second pick, the devil's pick and the sharks. If you package those two together, what, what have we seen recently? How far can the sharks go and who would put them in range for? So uh, make sure you guys are following along, subscribing wherever you get podcasts. Um, watch on YouTube. If you haven't watched, if you're watching now, click the like button, click the subscribe button. I uh, appreciate you guys very much. Um, again, picking fourth in this draft is insane. So um, yeah, go check out Locked On. You know, plenty of the Locked On Bay Area shows right now. You got Locked On Warriors in the playoffs. You got, you know, Locked On Niners breaking down the draft. You got Locked On Giants, Locked On A's, all the fun stuff. Uh, yeah, that'll be it. Follow the show, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Locked On Sharks. Follow me on Twitter at my fry hole. And bye, friends. Ah, hit the, where's the button? Bye, friends.